They say it's your birthday. It's my birthday too. Yeah. Happy November, everybody. I'm Ashley. I'm Megan. And this is Wine and Dine. And if you can't tell from our intro, something special happens in November for us. It's our birthdays. Do you want to tell everybody how old we're going to turn? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll be 27. Wait, we just said we were going to tell everybody. I mean, oops. <laughs> <laughs> I will be turning 29. Oh. So, not this year's not a big year for me. Next year's going to be the big year. Yep. Next year, I'm expecting you to, like, do something for yeah. me. And still say you're 29. Yes. 29 forever. I'm 29 forever now. Uh, I don't mind. I, I really do enjoy my birthdays. I My husband, God love him, hates his birthday, but I love my birthday. Yeah. Your husband doesn't even have his birthday on Facebook so that nobody can wish him happy birthday. Yep. He's a weird one. He doesn't, he doesn't like, he doesn't like to be in the spotlight. I, on the other hand, will soak up those rays. Yes. Give me a whole birthday month. I will take it. True. True dad. True dad. Because <laughs> I feel like literally you and me have our birthday and not even within like 24 hours, it's Christmas. It feels like, like uh, I have our birthday, we have Thanksgiving and boom, Christmas. And yep. then I get more gifts. Yay. Yay. I mean... I know it's not nice to say, but I kind of love gifts. <laughs> I love giving and receiving. Like, when I gave you, I could not wait for you to come over and me to be able to give you that gift. Like, it just, like, I can't handle it. I'm just excited for your gift to finally come in because I really want you to see it and see if you like it. I still think that yours is going to win because yours was awesome. But... But now we've gone past birthday gifts, and now it's the Christmas gifts that we have to be, like, uh, seeing who can get the best. I'm excited for our bake-off more than Christmas gift exchange. I know. I asked David. I was like, so, you know, I won last year, so should I just do the same thing I did last year, or should I change it up? He's like, I don't know. I can't tell you. I'm going to be a judge. And he walks away, and I was like, way to be non-biased there, sweetheart. He's staying out of it. He's. He's judging and judging only. I, I give him props for that. Well, and this year we're changing the rules. It's yeah. a little too early to be talking about this, I but know. we are we are going to be changing the rules because Megan felt like she was constrained by the <laughs> rules last year. And also that known was... as Megan's just still complaining that she lost uh-huh. last year. <laughs> I think the judges put it best. The reason why I won, to be honest, was that I hand, I did not make anything out of a mix. Yep. And I did. And you did. And yep. I think that, that was the difference. See, I'm not as good at baking as, as Ashley is. There's very few things that I can make that aren't from a mix. Yeah. That... I mean, I add things to them mm-hmm. that aren't a part of the mix, but... Yeah. I, like, I, I actually did enjoy your sugar cookie. Yay! I thought they were huge. Yes. But yes, they were. They were still good. It wasn't that bad. They weren't that bad. They were still good. It was just so much sugar. So, so much. much sugar. So much. Ugh. So I think, I know at least the No Bakes will be making yep. a show again this year. Because those, I can't not make those. Even if I make those and nobody eats them, I still have to make them. 
So I've decided that I'm going to cheat a little bit. Again? But I'm going to cheat by pre-making my cookies throughout December and having them be tested on my shift to see what I can do better. <laughs> so that by the okay. time the bake-off comes, I'm ready for it. You know we have the bake-off like literally mid-December, right? I know, so I'm going to start like mid-November. Oh, dang, you're going to start early. Yes, I'm going to start this month and mm-hmm. I'm just going to start baking and mm-hmm. I'm going to see what I can improve on before we do our bake-off. I actually went and got my recipe book out, and I went through the stuff for my grandmother. And some of her cards, man, I'm going to have to, like, translate that. <laughs> I looked at her divinity card, and I was like, sweet googly moogly. Like, I'm going to have to translate it. If I do divinity, I'm going to have to translate it into better penmanship. She wrote in cursive. Yeah. Uh, for everything. So it was just like... And then there's oil stains on it, so it's, like, really convoluted, and it's a copy of a copy. Yeah. It's not the actual card like I have for the no-bakes. Like, that is her card. Yeah. That's easier to read than the the Divinity one. So, I don't know. Dad requested that I try to do fudge this year. Ooh, that's a big undertaking. Her fudge recipes aren't that hard. They're just very, very time-consuming. Yeah. And then... I have been requested by Chandler this year to make cutout cookies with royal icing. Can you do it? The thing with the cutout cookies is it's a two-day process. Like, you make the you make the dough, but then the dough needs to chill overnight. Yeah. And you have to do it in small batches. So we went to the Covered Bridge Festival. They had a Pampered Chef Rep lady there. You know the, um, that plastic mat? That yeah. Pampered, I bought it. I now have a mat to make cutout cookies on, so I technically can. I just, one, I need the cutout, like the actual cookie cutouts, and um, if I do it, I'll have to make the dough the day before, and I think the tentative date I was going to ask you was the 13th of December. If it doesn't work, I still have another holiday I can take off, so. Well, and I have another PTO day I can throw in there, too. I just have to do it now. Yeah. We have to figure out the date now. Same. I have to have mine in by the 15th of November. I have to to even do it prior than that. Oh, wow. Yeah. They they want everybody, you use it or lose it kind of moments. Yep. So, and everybody saves up at the end because they always think they're going to get sick. So. Well, it is flu season. That is true. Stay away from me, flu. I know. Stay away. There's too much reading and shopping going on. Although if I had the flu, I could do a lot of reading. You it could. Just, it gets in the way of my shopping. I don't know. When I get the flu, all I do is sleep. Yeah. That's all I do. I don't want to be sick around my birthday. So. No. So stay away, flu. <laughs> stay away. Speaking of buying stuff, we're going to have one sale. And guess where it lands? Where? On, on my birthday. birthday. <laughs> Friends night lands on my birthday for the Indiana Public Library. Dates are from, dates are the 8th, 9th, and then the 13th, or through to the 16th. I think their dates were wrong on the website. But I know it starts on the 8th, which is Friday night, which is 5.30 to 7.30, that following Saturday, 10 to 4, then the following Thursday, which will be noon to 7, that is also half price day, 
Saturday, 10 to 4, and that is $7 bag day. Again, I cannot stress enough with these sales. Get there as soon as possible. Yeah. I'm not lying. You really should think of becoming a member to your, or a friend to your public library because you get first day access if you yep. can make it, which means non-picked over stuff. Don't wait till $7 bag day because you're not going to get your $7 worth. Now, I will say the way around that is if one person has a bag and you throw all your books into that bag. So, like, when you and me go to $7 bag yeah. day, we get one bag and when you and me both put all of our books into that one bag. Yeah. That is worth it. Exactly. And then you and me just split the difference in money. Yeah. Like, normally one of us buys the bag and then the other one takes the other person out to lunch. Yeah. And it, it evens out. Plus, then there's gas, because normally I drive us. Yes. <laughs> so, it evens out. That's how we do $7 bag day. Half price day, kind of the same way. We normally, one person buys, yeah. and then it's the next person's day to time to buy the next time we ever decide to go up there. Because, honestly, when you come out of there, unless it's an amazing run, which I don't think neither of us had have had an amazing run since you almost bought a whole book series (laughs) so and that was like at the beginning of this year yeah we have not gone since the beginning of this year i know it's been way too long so we might we might have to do that and you can always buy a friend's membership at the door now i will state disclaimer that is only good for a year and this is the last sale of the year yeah now, all proceeds go back to the local library, but you're spending $25 on a membership to get into the door early and buying whatever you buy with the books, but that's almost like a 30 depending on how much you spend, that could be $30 right there. Yeah. Just for a couple books. Just for a couple books, and for only a one event. So, if you're going to do members and friends, I really highly recommend you do it at the beginning of the year and use that throughout the whole year. Yeah. Which be honest we should be doing yeah yeah we should but we don't (sighs) we'll get on it next year 2020 year of being friends to our public libraries (laughs) yes (laughs) now when it comes to black friday sales those ads unfortunately have not gone public yet 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 when they do go public make sure you're following us on twitter i will be posting those out as they come in if it has been used in the past, Barnes & Noble is very good about 50% discounts on popular selected YA adult mm-hmm. teens, their collectible books, 50% off. Um, normally, their nooks are also discounted for Black Friday as well. So if you are have been thinking about getting an e-reader, now would be a good time. Yeah. However, I don't know what that compares though to Best Buy and their amazon readers as well so the well i'll try to look into that and see if yeah. i can't post something about that depending on what you want um half price books is notorious for not posting until the last minute uh-huh. and typically what they've done in the past is the first 200 people through the door get a free tote and within that tote you have the ability of getting a gift card now amounts on the gift card has varied between 10 to 20 dollars but i did that i think my first ever black friday event me and tia got up at 
3 o'clock in the morning to drive to Greenwood to stand outside and that line slinked all the way around back to the Chinese uh, restaurant oh, there wow. in that strip mall. Yeah. Yes. And they were in doubt, like literally we were, I think, the 205th person in line. So we made it just by like hair. But people were literally sitting out there on um, pull-out chairs waiting for the doors to open. Nice. Yeah. Sorry. I'm kind of excited because this year I have Thanksgiving off, which means that since I don't, I, since I work nights, I don't have to go in until 6 p.m. on Black Friday, mm-hmm. so I can actually get some Black Friday shopping done. Yep. David is super stoked because he's going to be working until midnight. Yeah. So I'm literally going to be meeting him in Greenwood. That's awesome. Yeah. So we can do some Black Friday shopping. And my goal is hopefully to knock out some, ho- hopefully get some really great deals on some things, especially for him which I can't talk because he listens to the podcast. Yeah. Um, but I'm hoping. She's got ideas, though, David. I got ideas. <laughs> but those are the sales. Again, follow us. If you're not following us already, please follow us at Wine and Dine Pod on Twitter, where we will be throwing out deals leading up to Black Friday. Yep. And that's all the deals we have. Sad face. I don't think so, because if you think about it in the long run... We're going to be getting into the holiday season. Deals will start popping up. Yeah. There's Black Friday, Cyber Monday. There's constant sales, I feel like, when the holidays hit at these bookstores. That, yeah. Yeah. And Barnes & Nobles, or not Barnes & Nobles, Hot Price Books, always has that weird calendar that they give out mm-hmm. that has loads of coupons on the back of it. You can use literally throughout the year. And if you ever sell books, they give you the 20% off coupon. That's good for a whole year. Yeah. And they're like, as long as you use it within the year, you're good. So if you're like us, where we frequent half price and we sell back to them constantly, I have a stack of 20% off coupons. And they believe in stacking in-store discounts with their coupons. Yes. Yes. So Black Friday... If they do what they did last year, they'll do 20% off of their new releases. You put that other, that's 40% off a new release book. That's awesome. Yes, that's one book, but still. Still. 40% off. 40% off. Cannot beat it. Nope. It's awesome. All right, girly. What you reading this month? Well, because I didn't finish it last month, uh-huh. uh, my book is going to be A Line Among Men. Okay. I still really want to read it. Okay. Um, it's literally sitting on my bookshelf staring at me. No, it's like, been a month, so give me a quick synopsis. So, A Line Among Men is about the cowardly lion. It's mm, like his... That's the um, the guy that does Wicked. Yes, Gregory Maguire. Um, and he does a bunch of different ones. He's done, like, a Cinderella. He's done the Stepsisters. He's done, um, now he's, but this is part of his Out of Oz series, mm-hmm. which is Wicked, Son of a Witch, A Line Among Men, and there's another one that I can't remember I thought this right was now. the one about the Italy, and is that the one about Italy? I thought you, you, when you gave the synopsis last month, it was, takes place in Italy, and I thought it was uh, Cinderella you were reading. Maybe. So then it wasn't a line among it men. It wasn't a line among men. It might have been the Cinderella one. Yeah. Why do I have a line among men in my on my bookshelf then? Maybe that's why I didn't read it. I wasn't even reading the right book. 
<laughs> you gave the wrong synopsis to the wrong book. Let me see if I can pull up the right synopsis this time. Okay. Uh, return to a darker Oz with Gregory Maguire. In a line among men, the third volume in Maguire's acclaimed New York Times bestselling series, The Wicked Years, a fuller, more complex, cowardly line is brought to life to get his remark to and gets his tell on his remarkable tale. It is the story of oppression and fear in a world gone mad with war fever, of munchkins, wizards, and wicked witches, and especially of a gentle soul and determined survivor who is truly a lion among men. Aww. Yeah. That sounds so sweet. Yeah, that was a totally different synopsis than what you gave. I was, I probably was thinking of reading Mirror, Mirror. Yeah. Is which is the, the retelling of the version of Snow White. Is it, t- does it take, does it take place, place in, in Italy? Italy? Yes. Yep. And yeah. It has all the fancy names that you botched. Yeah, that yep. I completely botched. Yep. So, instead of reading Mirror, Mirror, I'm reading A Line Among Men because I already have it sitting out on my bookshelf staring at me. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. And then, of course, I'm going to be reading The Coincidence of Coconut Cake because Mm -hmm. that's going to be our buddy read for this month. Awesome, awesome. Now, do you you want to go ahead and give that synopsis for them? Absolutely. And then the tentative date of that uh, will be, I think, the last, well, the last week. The second to last last weekend. Yeah. We will not be recording for Black Friday because we're going to be too busy hitting up those deals. Heck yes. Okay. It says, You've Got Mail meets How to Eat a Cupcake in this delightful novel about a talented chef and a food critic who brings down her restaurant, whose chance meeting turns into a delectable romance of mistaken identities. In downtown Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Lou works tirelessly to build her beloved yet struggling French restaurant, Luella's, into a success. She cheerfully balances her demanding business and even more demanding fiancé until the morning she discovers him in the buff with an intern. Mm. Um, witty yet gruff British transplant Al is keeping himself employed and entertained by writing scathing reviews of local restaurants in the Milwaukee newspaper under a pseudonym. When an anonymous tip sends him to Luella's, little does he know he's arrived on the worst day of the chef's life. The review practically writes itself. Underdone fish, scorched sauce, distracted service, he unleashes his worst. That day at Al's mean-spirited review of Luella's run the sorry the day that Al's mean-spirited review of Luella's runs the two cross paths in a pub Lou drowning her sorrows and Al celebrating his latest publication as they chat Al playfully challenges Lou to show him the best of Milwaukee and she's game but only if they never discuss work which Al readily agrees to do as they explore the city's local delicacies and their mutual attraction Lou's restaurant faces closure while Al's column gains popularity it's only a matter of time before the two fall in love, but when the truth comes out, can Lou overlook the past to chase her future? Set in the lovely, quirky heart of Wisconsin, The Coincidence of Coconut Cake is a charming love story of misunderstandings, mistaken identity, and the power of food that bring two people together. Yay! I love that. It sounds so good. It does sound so good. It sounds very You Got Mail. Yes, and I am obsessed with that movie. I know you are. As like my go-to, my go-to fall movie. I love it so much. That and Sleepless in Seattle. I think those two, which are which is so funny because they it's both have the Tom same Hanks people. And Meg Ryan. I love their chemistry. They have really good chemistry. Like, I'm sad that they don't do movies together anymore. I know, right? 
Um, oh, speaking of movies, are you going to go watch um, Tom Hanks as uh, Mr. Mr. Rogers? Rogers? Absolutely. Oh, God. I'm, like, mentally trying to prepare myself for that movie because I'm like, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry so hard. And I also need to watch his documentary, I think. There's, There's a Mr. Rogers documentary? Yes, there is. Ooh. Yes. I can get down and watch that. Yep. Nope. I'm going to have to watch that as well. Well, so you're only going to do two bucks? Two bucks. Um, I've got way too much going on in the month of November. I mean, we've, we're going into the holidays. Yeah, and we've still got mandatory overtime at work, so, yeah. Has David not told you about that? Nope. Has he not told you why he's been taking on extra shifts? He only took on one extra shift. Oh, okay. I had to take on two because there was still an open day, but... No, he did Sunday, and he did a half day on Sunday. Yeah. It's mandatory overtime. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I, he made it sound like it was because there was, like, peop, missing people in shifts. There are. There's a bunch of missing people in shifts, and everybody's taking off at the same time, and everybody's using their time at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So, in order to fill that in, everyone else is having to pick up the slack. So, it's mandatory overtime. You have to choose at least one day, if not two. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he did a half day. How bad's a half day? Half day is not bad at all. No. That's, I'm doing two half days, so that's all I'm doing. I don't see any problems with that. Nope. All right. So, like you, I'm only technically doing two books. I'm doing our buddy read, The Coincidence of Coconut Cake. And then the second book I plan to get through, uh, my phone just did something weird, is Wicked Wicked Fox by Kate Cho. We've talked about that several times. I know. I'm going to read it. I can't not read it. You can't not read it. Yeah. So, synopsis. 18-year-old Goo... Min Yang has a secret. She's a Gumiho, a nine-tailed fox who must devour the energy of men in order to survive. Because so few believe in the old tales anymore, the, and with so many evil men, no one will miss the modern city of Seoul is the perfect place to hide and hunt. But after feeding one full moon, Min Yang crosses paths with Jun Hoon, a human boy being attacked by a goblin deep in the forest. Against her better judgment, she violates the rule of survival to rescue the boy, losing her fox head, her gumhyo soul, in the process. Jin who knows Miyoung is more than just a beautiful girl. He saw her nine tails that night. She saved his life. The night she saved his life. His grandmother used to tell him stories about the Gumhil, of their power and the danger they pose to humans. He's drawn to her anyway. With murderous forces lurking in the background, Minyoung and Jinghoon develop a tenderous friendship and a tenderous friendship that blossoms into something more. But when a young shaman tries to reunite Minyoung with her head, the consequences are da- disastrous, forcing Minyoung to choose between her immortal life and Jin Hoon's. Ooh. Gosh, that sounds so good. Yeah. And the cover art, I just, I can't get over this cover art. Like, I can't. I can't. And it's, I'm, ho- I'm, there have been talks that this is going to be a multiple series. So it looks like there might be another one. I'm not sure. There's at least going to be a second one after this in the series. And let me see here. There's no dates on it yet. 
expected publication is sometime in 2020. So, um, yeah, no, but I'm super, 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 I, I haven't heard, I've not heard a bad review of this book. Well, I mean, I don't think there will be a bad review of this book. That book sounds amazing. I know. I can't help it. And I'm, I love, I love Japan and its yeah. culture. So getting to, getting to read, even though this is going to be Korean, I think Annette, I don't know, is, I'm going to have to look into it. I'm not sure if Nine Tales is also something in Japan as well. But I know this is Korean folklore, at yeah. least, for sure. I just think it's such an interesting story. I wish that I had the imagination to come up with a story like that. Well, it, it has to be based on the actual myths of the Nine Tales. Yeah. So it would be one of those, okay, the author has been probably brought up on this myth and goes, well, what if this myth actually exists and she helps to save a human? What would happen? Yeah. I mean, that's just kind of one of those, that's like taking one of our myths that we grew up with. So like Hansel and Gretel yeah. and turning that kind of, which has been done turning it on its head like uh what was the oh the one that you always loved the middle grade sweet story which is a retelling of hansel and gretel yes uh the sinister the sinister sin the academy of sinister sins or something something yeah. it has the word sinister in it somewhere yeah but you loved that and that was a retelling of hansel mm -hmm. and gretel technically but it only focused on a female character it was still really good yeah It'd be one of those, what if, what if instead of hunting them down in the woods, they go to a school? Yeah. And the witches work in the school instead. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Like, you just take a myth and you turn it on its head. It's kind of like a Yeti in the mist. God dang it. <laughs> it's Gosh been darn so you. long since I, I, I really that thought you had, like, dried up on that. <gasps> Never. Mmm. Never. Oh, she got me good. <laughs> she got me good. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. Well, and then to round out, of course, I'm going to be continuing my manga yeah. escapades. I'm going to already have books four and five, A Blackbird, and then I have volumes three and four on back order. And then depending on if my lovely husband um, follows up, um, he's going to be hopefully getting me volume ten of my When Seagulls Cry. I'm having a bad feeling that I'm going to have to reread that series uh -oh. to read number 10. I vaguely remember stuff. I know key points, but it's one of those, it's been a hot minute since I've, like, read those consecutively with each other. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Probs will need to... I could see that. Rereading. And then those are quick those are quick reads. They're, yeah. they're chunky books, but they're quick reads. But yeah. I don't know, are you gonna be picking up any graphic novels, any manga? Uh if I do pick up anything, it'll probably be or on high school host club because I would love to actually read through that and mm -hmm. see how it is in the books and see how it was really supposed to end versus that mm -hmm. absolutely craptacular ending that you get in the actual mm -hmm. anime. In the anime. Um, well, you know where you can probably purchase those manga? Box Lunch. There are some manga at Box Lunch, yes. But I was going to say thrift books. You know what? It's been a hot second since we talked about thrift books, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thriftbooks.com. Check them out. 
Not a sponsor. Not a yet. sponsor. <laughs> but if you spend, I think it's ten dollars. Ten dollars. It's free shipping. Which is about estimated about three books at discounted rate or one book at standard rate. Yeah. Because they do have new releases on there. It's not just thrifting books. It's new release books as well. It's also textbooks. So college students look into that. Mm-hmm. Cheap textbooks. No, everybody needs some cheap textbooks. Absolutely, they do. Yeah. Anywho, well, that's all I got for this episode. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to probably, I don't know if I'm in an audiobook. I'm slowly getting through Wicked King via audiobook. And it's good. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And then I am going through... You finally returned, um, <laughs> Prince <laughs> Alistair. So I'm slowly going through that as well. I'm speed reading that one, mostly. A lot of your things have been... A lot of your notes have just been, like, one-off side notes of my notes. Yeah, well, I told you that was going to happen. I was just like... I, I, I got ready to write something, and then I read your comment, and I was like, well, that's exactly what I was going to write. So. Ditto is a lot on the page. Yeah, there's a lot of dittos. Oh, my God, sames. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I love when I, I actually got to the point where I noted, I notated that I told you I sung that to da- uh, their, theme, yeah. their theme park theme song to David, and you just went, LOL. LOL. Because <laughs> I could picture it. It did. It made me, it made me giggle. Yeah. Oh, he busted out laughing. I love that. I... I love it. I love that <laughs> moment. That was a great moment that I got to share with him on that one. But, yeah. Are you... I know you got a book for your birthday from me. Are you expecting any other books for your birthday? Probably not. Um, your I family know, is notorious for giving gift cards. Yeah. I got an Ulta gift card already. Mm-hmm. I've got an Amazon gift card, a Walmart gift card, and a Meyer gift card. So, mm. what will I do? Uh... You can buy books at Walmart, you can buy books at Myers, and you can buy books off Amazon, <laughs> among other things at Amazon. And then, uh, I don't know what my mom's getting me. My mom and I just went out to dinner for an early birthday with my grandpa, who is only like six days ahead of me uh, with his birthday, and then my foster brother, uh, Liam, who is turning six, and then my sister, who just turned 16. Oh my goodness. I know, she's already 16. Um, so we all went out and did birthdays, and my mom thought that I was coming down for my birthday, not mm. knowing that I was working. So I have to go down another weekend or something and, mm-hmm. and do birthdays with her. So I'm sure that she's gotten me something. I know for Christmas... Her plan is to help me finish my sleeve on my tattoo, so I'm awesome. very excited for that. It's been two years since I've gotten a tattoo, mm. so you got I'm that itch, girl. Itching hard. <laughs> There's not much left on your sleeve that needs to be done, though. I no. think it's all colors at this point. That, and then I need to add my thestral underneath my arm. So on the yeah, and that's gonna be bad because that's gonna be a lot of shading, and that's one of the most painful places to get a tattoo is on the underside of your arm. So mm. I chose a really that's where all that fat and veins are. Uh-huh. No, I chose a really bad thing to be put right there. So mm. and that's the last thing you were gonna do too. Yep. So I'll probably get all the colors put in first, and then I'll do the thestral very last, so that I don't wimp out. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, let's see. I got clothes already. My grandmother bought me the clothes. I'm pretty sure my mom is going to get me some sort of, like, house-related gift. That's mm-hmm. her thing now is getting 
any house related gifts I did try to like plant a seed to get her to get me like a subscription for like a wine club of some sorts that would be awesome <laughs> yes that would be nice um but I highly doubt she'll do that um I most likely get um just money from my aunt's and then, oh, that's my dad. Hey, hey dad. dad, you're calling me right now. And then I think I'm most likely, I'm pretty sure, unless my dad um, FedExes me something, I'll probably get money from him too. So yeah. I'll have plenty of money to do a small little book shopping spree. Maybe we could go together. We could. We could save up the money. We could save up our birthday money. Hear mm-hmm. me out. We could go Black Friday shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Stand in line at 2 a.m. for a 5 a.m. door opening at Half Price Books. So we're the first 200 people in line. I would. For a possible $10 gift card. You know what I wish? I wish that Starbucks stayed open 24-7, like, from Thanksgiving to Black Friday. That's what they almost do now. So that way you can go get coffee at 1 in the morning and just stand in line with some coffee or some hot cocoa. There has to be a coffee shop that does that. I mean, I know Speedway's open, but... Dunkin' Donuts? Is Dunkin' Donuts open? I don't know. I don't know what their hours would be. I'm not sure. If you follow us on Twitter, we'll let you know if Dunkin' Donuts mm-hmm. is open on Black Friday, too. Yep. I'm pretty sure we will be posting on Instagram during Black Friday. We'll probably... If we do get anything, we'll most likely do hauls on our individual channels. Yep. I don't think we'll do any hauls on our main channel but um if you follow us independently you might catch a haul or two so just look for that yep you can find me at slytherin nugs if you don't already follow me and i'm at turn the page dear so anywho yep that's so, it for our birthday episode our intro into our birthday month <laughs> if you guys want to send us gifts i'm kidding <laughs> we don't have just, a p.o box or neener just kidding neener. well wishes yeah good leave a good comment down in the bottom here or something yeah <laughs> like and subscribe who knows i don't know i don't even know what, what are we doing where does this go i don't remember <laughs> all right guys well i'm megan and i'm ashley and, and this, this is wine, wine and dine. dine i've written a haiku about a yeti in the mist yeti in the mist love story for the ages so much hair and porn <laughs>